pull up a chair. This is Flux to Post, episode 224, recorded on August 14th, 2018 on the docket today. We're going to have IRL. We're going to have our top three good DLC. Get caught up on what you're playing featuring Overcooked 2 and Tampopo. Tampopo. Popo. Dano. That's really fun to say. Finally, we're going to close out the show with the community grab bag and the sweet, 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 awkward finish. Probably some Yoda voices. Thanks for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Flux to Pose. Hope you're doing well. This is episode 224, as I already said. Woo! Woo! Hi, Lucas. Hey, I'm just fixing the, um, our faces. <laughs> I was say, what more could you possibly have to fix today? I do hear some audible fanage, perhaps. Is that, I don't know. I didn't, I get, I'm hearing some static that I didn't hear in pre-show. I think the air conditioner turned on. This yeah. microphone, I'm not I'm not really impressed by its uh, inability to suss out the background noise. <laughs> I feel like it's only gotten worse. I actually put my computer on the floor to yeah. get rid of the uh, the, the audible noise, but uh, it, it didn't seem to make much of a difference. I bought an XLR. This is supposed to be good. Well, that is the perfect backdrop of this episode. We've had a lot of fun getting things fixed prior to the show that was supposed to start 30 minutes ago. But as always, we like to break things for no reason why. Things just break. We don't know. But hey, that's what what part of this podcast is all about. So welcome to the show. We're glad to have you here. I hope you're watching. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday, hope your Wednesday has been well. We've got many things to get into tonight. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, that's, that's wow. That's very loud. <laughs> that's so crazy, though. It's like I don't even know how to describe it. I. It's so. It, it, I don't know what it could be. I mean, I have my computer on my floor, on the floor, and then the uh, air conditioner is going. So I don't. I I can hear uh, it a little I, bit too. I'd, I'd have to think your air conditioner's been running before when we podcast. Now it's quieter. Unless well, you just turned yourself down. I turned myself down. Uh, is it? That's. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's almost like we don't have a real studio or something. <laughs> it's like we have real lives. Here, let me see. Let me see around. if I can hear it. All right. Yeah, I think it's just my computer. I I have noticed wow. that um, since I switched motherboards, I have a lack of control over like how fast my fans run for instance so i'm starting to wonder if they're just running at 100 percent all the time Mm, that could be but it's just crazy that that noise is so audible on a microphone you know yeah especially one that's supposed to be like you only can talk directly into the front or the top of this one and then anything behind it or to the sides aren't supposed to be right that's that's what this mic is you know that's the whole point of a condenser microphone to kind of help with that and i've noticed too uh, it it picks up everything just as much i don't whatever we could gripe about this all day 
Sorry, people, if you don't like it, you're just gonna have to deal with it. Tom, Tom Servo on the chat says he doesn't that. hear anything. So <laughs> yeah. that we're just crazy boys. I guess we'll see once it's in the can and it's on the feeds. People will be like, Your audio sucks this week. Oh wait, we people have to listen to say that. No. Wah, people listen. Wah, it's, wah, it's true. It's true. Um Lucas, I have a few things yeah. to discuss. Okay. In our aptly named category we like to refer to as IRL where in, we give you a in peek the real life. behind the curtain into our lives, our misery, our suffering as the weeks go on um, we took Aiden to well we were going to take him to Millennium Park on Saturday but we got there we got there and there were all these people and all these boats and all these things where apparently they're having a wakeboarding competition so I was like oh gosh we're going to have to pay extra to get in I don't want to do that so we get up there and it's like free admission to the splash pad and the park into the the lake or the the beach. I was like, yes, this is great. And then I, then I like, wait a second. I kept reading the sign because the other stuff posts and it's like, blah, blah, blah. The e. coli levels are blah, blah, blah. So basically the E. coli levels were higher <laughs> in the water. So they're like, come on in. And I was like, yeah, Aiden's not getting in the water. We're not going to the water. So, so he took him to the splash pad, which he enjoys. However, that one's a little bit bigger, a little more like, crazy for a child of his size and we got to experience the joy and we've talked about on the show before when you get to parent other people's kids oh boy because they're not doing it so they have like a little this little slide that has a little trickle of water and it's for ages two to four but it's the only thing like that so all the kids go on it of course aiden loves it because it's a slide and it has water so he thinks it's great slide but there's kids like climbing on it climbing up it doing all dicking around constantly like going down then cutting every kid just you know stuff like that or we'd be in line with aiden and we'd have to like forcibly hold kids back and go no let him go first and then you can go after he's him. little and then you watch and you see there's a lot of parents not paying any attention to their kids on their phones sitting as far away as possible talking and i get that i get not every parent's going to be involved and maybe we're just over involved parents and we're all the first time parents are over involved but you know what you know i want to be active in my my child's activities and, you know, if my kid's being an a-hole, I want to be able to step in and say, hey, don't be an a-hole. Yes. I should have to tell your kid not to be an a-hole. That's an important lesson for children to learn. Yeah. But numerous times, just had to, just more than me, was I had to be like, nope, wait his turn. Nope, stop pushing. Nope, don't cut. Honey, you need to get out of the way. Just all this stuff constantly. And it's just like, it's exhausting. I just, I can't, I could never, like, just go take Aiden somewhere and then just, like, see you, kid. Daddy's got some. Daddy's got well, some tweet deck to pimp out. You just. I got some. God. I gotta. I gotta get some social media on this. You gotta pose. blast out some social yeah. media. Um, I gotta put my peeps on blast and my status update. Well, you just answered your question. Well, the question you didn't ask, and that's that. It's too. It's. It's. You said it was um, very tiring to have to police other people's children. That's why they don't do it because they're <laughs> just like I, people like us, like me, are gonna do it. My my kids are a-holes and they just do it anyway so why yeah. I, they just gave up they just don't yeah. try anymore yeah and to bring things down a notch so oh, when boy. we were up when we were up in um roger city the other week um well actually no that's not right um just noticed it um last week um all of a sudden asher on his eyelid has a bit of a sty yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit of a, a lump there. He has he has one actually on the under a very tiny one on the underside of his eyelid, um, but it's benign. It's not anything, 
And, you know, as long as it doesn't interfere with his vision or get bigger, we don't have to do anything with it. So now he's got one on the top part, on the outside of his eyelid, on the top part, you know, right on the top, the top flap. What do you call that? Top lid, I should say. The top <laughs> flapper um, on his top lid. And it was it was pretty significant in size, but now I think it's kind of a bit smaller. So I was like, you know, we better get it checked. So we took him to the vet. And they're like 90-something percent of the time, they're benign. There's nothing mm-hmm. to worry about. But then, you know, you could try a hot compress to see if it goes down, but we can remove it. The problem is, as it gets bigger, the harder it is to remove, the less tissue there is there to close it up. So basically, they'd have to cut it out, stitch them up, give them meds, wear the cone of shame. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you have two options, two lovely options. You can do that and be done, or because there is that small percentage that it could be could be cancerous, you know, or you, you then you have to get it submitted to MSU for testing. So we're looking at the 300 ballpark or the 500 ballpark. And it was just like, mother effort. Where am I going to come up with 500 bucks? Damn. But you, you can't risk it. You know, you can't risk it for them. You got to get it tested. That's, I'm not willing to roll the dice on that. You know, you're a good pet so, owner. I don't know if I'd be, I don't know if I'd be willing to do that. Well, I love my dog, Lucas. Hmm. Yes. Well, I come from a home where we never took our dogs to the to to the vet, so that whole idea was strange to me. Even so, I, I'd feel terrible if it kept getting bigger and then like you couldn't see, and then you lost. Well, yeah, or, that's definitely know, so. yes, that that part for sure. But that sucks. And I mean, it, 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 the horrible thing if you ever possibly did have cancer, I'd want to be at least be able to consider my options. I don't know what the heck. How, I don't think there's any way I could afford a cancer treatment for a dog. You know, I don't, I don't know what those are like, but, um, so hopefully, uh, not, I think it's next week. He goes under the knife. So hopefully good news for him. Yeah. I hope, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be okay. It's just going to have to get removed, but I'll take a picture of him in the cone. It'll be terrible Poor dog. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine Asher in a cone. He's so, he's so skittish anyways. Yeah. Right. And then to, to complete to bring things back up, I'm going on a magical mystery tour this weekend. I have a birthday Ooh. coming up, and my wife is surprising me with a trip overnight Friday, returning Saturday. I have no idea what we're doing. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know where she's taking me. It's all surprise. She's like, I keep. I kept trying to get hints, and she's like, Do you want to know? I was like, No, I don't want to know. <laughs> so I, I have no idea where we're going. We're staying overnight with, at an Airbnb somewhere. With a, Aiden's coming with us, so it's not going to be that fun of a trip. No, I'm kidding. Aww. It's going to be. It'll be all right. Um, Aiden's coming with us. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know where we're going. I, I just know we're going to be gone Friday night what and coming do you back know? Saturday. I know nothing. I tried to even get, I tried to get cardinal directions. I just said like, are we going south? Are we going west? Is it near the lake Florida. shore? I, I, she wouldn't give me anything. She's like, do you just want to know? I was like, no, I want it to be a surprise. It's been this long, so um, I guess I'll, you'll have to. Stay tuned. I don't know. We'll see what happens. So, <laughs> stay a while and listen. Uh, so, yeah, and yeah, it's funny. Good things happen. Bad things happen. Good things happen. Bad things happen. It's crazy how life works. You know. You're gonna have that. <sighs> so yeah, that's me. That's where I'm at. That's you. Well, just navigating the, you know, doing my thing. I hope your doggo does okay. I know. Me too. I hope it's nothing serious. I really do because. I love that dog. And I don't want I don't want him to be in a bad place. I love that dog. I I always wonder, you know, Cody makes me mad a lot of the time, but if something happened to him, I'm sure I would be very upset. So 
Even then though, you just take them out back and get the old well double barrel and well oh ladybird not my ladybird <laughs> i forgot that was her name how could you forget hashtag there's never a movie forget. called that that that's Man, when you, hear the ladybird, that's you know what you think that's two things i could talk about real quick okay so record shopping that's uh we finally did it we my wife and i we uh went record shopping together because it'd been a while and i was like you know what You've never been to Vertigo. Remember when we went together? That was four yeah, years ago. I bought Nine Inch Nails. You did? About the downward. Oh yeah, I bought the downward spiral. Oh, see, I'm trying to get Pretty Hate Machine, but it's tough. Probably just gonna have to buy the reprint. But I think I got. Did I get? I think I got a Dio album there too. See, we went, and the reason why I bring this up is because I hadn't. I didn't really remember much about our trip. Uh, about the store. You were, you were sick, weren't you? I think you were sick. I mean, maybe a I little <laughs> bit. Back then, I was sick all the time, but I was just working at Target. I had just gotten my first oh, paycheck. God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wait, wait. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's wow. four years. Four years ago. Dang. Yeah. Google reminded me. It was like you were here four years ago. I was like, oh, that's creepy. So. What I didn't remember, though, was that their used section is actually really small. Uh, most of their stuff is new in plastic. Wow. Yeah. A good mint in box. Yes, that too. Good three fourths of it is because I was looking for, you know, uh, Judas Priest, Dio, more Black Sabbath to round out the collection. And a lot of that stuff they only had new. I was lucky hmm. to, to snag a Pink Floyd album uh, used because they only had one. Everything else was they were trying to sell new. So it kind of, the thing I like about record shopping is kind of that thrill of finding something hidden, you know, like finding a hidden gem or finding something that, um, is hard to find, but it's, it's used in decent condition and at a good price. Whereas here it was kind of like, uh, just flip through the new stuff and, and pick out what you want. Interestingly, that though they did have a few video games uh, soundtracks, including oh, really? yeah, because um, they had uh, some of the Mondo Records uh, um, albums, which do uh, I think you would recognize it if you saw it. You may have seen their albums somewhere else because they do some soundtracks too, and they had uh, soundtracks as well. But they had the Castlevania three I was and say, four. You like Castlevania? Yes, they had a lot of Castlevania for some reason. And then uh, they had Streets of Rage, and I got really excited. But it was only three. It was Streets of Rage three, oh. and I don't really have much affinity. You want it? One or two would have been fine, but two is obviously the go the go to for me. Two. Um. So I ended up picking up two Alan Parsons projects, uh, records, which, which I didn't have. And so I almost have everything that I want, but there are a couple of albums. Can I just, I can want. I interrupt you real quick? Cause yeah. I'm on my site right now. Did you know there's a thing board game? No, like, like, like the movie, the movie, the thing, like uh, the yeah. snow. Sorry, I for some reason my mind went to swamp thing for some reason. Oh no, infection at Outpost Thirty One. Oh, the thing. Huh. Wonder how long that's Dude. been out for. I don't know, but it looks the miniatures look bad ours. Oh, miniatures. You know that's gonna be expensive then. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had a we had a good time. It was just kind of like typically I like searching through stacks of records and just sorted by genre and then finding some some you know hidden gems. But here, that Dude, did they not do happen. they do Wolf Cop. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw they do a couple of different like indie games and well mostly indie games, but also uh, lots of indie movies stuff I've never even heard of. For some these of are like these, these movies are like. When I think of Tom Servo movies, these are the movies Some I think of. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. But they, I believe they have uh, a lot of video game soundtrack stuff. Ooh, Box Trolls. I don't remember the... the Contra? Oh, they had Contra oh. there, too, yeah. Contra 3. Dang. Mm-hmm. They got some, they got some good stuff. But it's also 20 to $40, so... Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, there's been some really cool gaming vinyl I've seen come up, and like you, and if you see it, if it's like a limited like purchase window, you gotta jump on it. Or you're not gonna get it. Yeah. And like that was like uh, Katamari Damase was one of them that I just missed out. I totally, <laughs> totally forgot. I set a reminder. Totally forgot about it and missed it. And then um, there was one other game similar to that, kind of weird, wonky. I thought I was going to get, and I, I don't know. Like, I, if I saw like the Hyperlight Drifter al- album, ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good, just because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's what I like. <laughs> retro yeah. wave synth, retro wave synth, synthy, chill. Yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of well. Undertale's soundtrack isn't quite that, but there are some really good tracks in that one that I'd be willing to pick up the. I don't. <laughs> Jungle Trap. That movie looks amazing. Jungle Trap. That sounds horrible. Well, I don't know this album, but the artist comes out on my Spotify Discover Weekly often. What artist? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know the name. It's Join Us by Lematos, the Death Waltz oh, reissue. Lematos. Lematos did um, the music to Turbo Kid. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Okay, so that's how that got there. Okay. Lematos, yes. Lematos. Uh, I, I did search for okay. Turbo Kid. Uh, in the soundtracks, did not have it, but I have mm. listened to that soundtrack many, I mean, many you times. Probably know it by heart by now. Right? Pretty much, um, at least the ones I like and the ones I don't like, and there are not very many that I don't like. Oh, uh, there's music from The Last of Us for all you Sony ponies out there. They did have, um, they did have the um, Dark Crystal soundtrack. Oh. It was thirty dollars, and I, I seriously yeah. considered that one. That's not too bad, but I, I honestly don't really remember that soundtrack that i only remember the main theme really um i wish that this website had uh, a filter feature to like sort it by type because that'd be a lot easier and i will agree with tom servo is this dragon sound or nothing (laughs) i they probably have it somewhere oh there's your streets of rage 3 right there yep and the and the the covers are amazing i mean not even getting into the argument of whether or not vinyl records okay, are better sounding that. yes you could be there all day like i usually am but records are just such a great way to buy a, a soundtrack or an album like cds suck they're tiny they're you don't really get anything in them but with records they can you know put posters in there or other little things that i don't know it just it's and they're larger and the artwork is usually different and better yeah i mean 
I don't know. Like, how do you feel like buying? Do you like? Do you enjoy? Like, I know you mentioned already, but do you, do you think it's do you enjoy the treasure hunt that is yes. going for used vinyl? Definitely. Because like I've got I've gotten quite a handful of new vinyl. I mean, I've got Bitches Brew, which is new. I've got Sonic <laughs> Highways by Foo Fighters, which is new. I've got. Um, but do you have Sonic Mania? No, I've got Sword and Sorcery. Which yes, is brand that is new, a which, good one. That, that's an awesome vinyl. And then I've got um, I've got my Zelda. <laughs> I got that for you. <laughs> no big deal. I got an awesome Zelda uh, uh, album Yeah, coming. you never... S- oh, it's still coming. Okay. It, I it, no, I don't think it ships until this month. I haven't checked on my uh, order. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a, that would be a good one, too. It's, it's those ones that you can just throw on. And um, I actually picked up a couple of classical albums for that reason. I just sometimes I like to throw on music and not really yeah. just have it as background. I think you you need a lot of stuff that has good ambiance, you know, yes. like it's going to be a good fact filler, you know, and like then, my Star Wars disco album. <laughs> that is a that's a treasure. That's a national treasure is what it is. Yeah, that's good. Um, Or, well, and the other thing is I just get curious and sometimes having a record, if I know two or three songs, I'm like, okay, I'm willing to find out. Like uh, an Ozzy Osbourne record, I didn't know of the song No Bones Movies, but I like that song and I'd never heard it ever in my life. They definitely don't play it on the radio. That's for damn sure. But anyways, that's a deep cut. Um, deep cut. So yeah, record shopping. It, it was kind of like a. It was kind of a double-edged sword. So uh, miss, missed the uh, the thrill of the chase, so to speak, chasing the dragon. Uh, and then the <laughs> other thing is, I think I've decided I'm going to quit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ride the tiger. Um, I think I'm going to quit movie pass uh, uh, for sure. Yeah. Because I've I've checked it throughout you're the month. Gonna, you're not going to just ride it out until it's all gone. I thought about it, and uh, I put a reminder on my phone because I've already paid for this uh, this month. But what did it for me was they decided, oh, you can only see two movies that we choose, and I was like, mm, okay, I'm pretty much done with this now. The other thing I did though was I said, you know what? I haven't done Netflix DVD service in a long Whoa. time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they did a, um, the reason why I signed up for it and I did is because they do a free month and I thought, you know what? I'm going to, um, get into this hind now. Now I, there's a lot of movies I have yet to see a lot of them showing up on stars or something like that, but I don't know. I just decided, you know what? If I can't get my movie fixed that way, maybe I'm going to have to start thinking about, doing the the dvds at home through netflix again and getting the new releases and seeing them like once they release because a lot of times you can't stream the new releases yeah. anyways so no. i'm gonna miss that uh 10 p.m message on discord well i'm gonna go see this movie now see you guys <laughs> i miss doing that there's actually something kind of calming about going out to a movie by yourself you know it's uh especially at you know nine or 10 o'clock at night there's like nobody there and you're just kind of did you chilling did you know celebration has does cheap movies on tuesday nights uh no new movies too really yeah they're like five bucks a ticket or something like that huh i'll have to look yeah, into tuesday that tuesday nights but some people decide to record a stupid podcast on tuesday nights that's true and woe be them that'd be a fun 
Hey, just see if we if we had more free time, we'd be like, Lucas, let's go to the cantina, have a pint, and then we'll go see a cheap movie. We don't. We have six other days to do that, and we never do any of that stuff. No, never. We don't. I was just thinking the other day, even though we're we're you're like one of my last friends, basically. Um. I see you maybe like four times a year, probably. <laughs> no, more than that, because we film well, Battle, Battle of the Beer. But that's every a work thing. If we're not yeah, working, no, I don't it's see true. you. It's true. I, I think, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It Which really is, is weird true. because I see you a lot, just not in person, just you yeah. and me going to do something. So, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. No. My bad. No, usually my it fault. Doesn't help it, it doesn't happen with me and anybody anymore. So, well, I don't ask you. No, this is awkward, guys. I'm sorry. Oh. Boy, no, you've been harboring some real feelings about this. I was just I, mentioning I just, it. I, I just don't. I don't ask Lucas to do anything, and then I'll just complain that I don't see him. But I don't ask him, so it's you know. True. Well, it's because you know you know that you can't. Get I know away. he's just gonna. I know he's just gonna say no anyway. That's so, true. Well, I don't have any money. What are we gonna do? I don't have go any to the money bar anymore. and watch other people drink. <laughs> We're gonna go to the bar and spend our patrons' money. Hey, that sounds like an idea. Let's just burn this thing to the ground and we'll we'll ride this roller coaster while it lasts. And then we'll record it on our GoPros and then it's like then it's content, so then it's okay. Can we both be holding selfie sticks with our phones out and just like live streaming to Twitch? And then yeah. somehow we'll have someone edit both together Ooh. and then blast it out to the interwebs. I don't know anybody that does any video editing though. Tom Servo says sex is free. <laughs> Not for me. You want to have some casual airport bathroom sex? Uh, do I have to go through security first? Because I don't like that body scanner. Well, you're going to have to have a cavity search, but it's not going to be through security. <laughs> um, are, are, are you done now? I think we should just move on now. I think we should just move on with that. All right. So keeping with the featured content focus of Flexible. Uh I kind of stop looking at chat when I'm trying to talk. Um, Even with the Gross. the content focus of Flexibles, we're going to talk tonight the top three of Flexibles. Top three. Top three. Top three. I'm just going to pull that audio. Good DLC. Does such a thing exist? Well, there's the thing. There's many different ways you could look at this. You could say, was it good DLC just because you enjoyed it? The content itself was good. Did it deliver a good value for your dollar spent? Or, uh, I guess those are really the best only. Kind of <laughs> those are the only by, two good things. I mean, horse I armor. Know. That's all I have to say. Horse armor. Those yeah. are my three top things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, best value video games. I'm gonna go. I I don't know if I could rank mine. Like I don't even know how I would rank mine. Um, so I'm just going to pull, I'm just going to pull one out. I'm going to pull it out oh, and let you, let you take, a, take a gander, take a gander at it. Uh, my first pick is going to be, um, I guess I'm going to go with, well, when I think about it, I don't really think of the sequel versus original, but that's going to be Splatoon because Splatoon. this really int introduced the Nintendo's whole focus as a, as supporting the game through content updates. And you can kind of say like with Splatoon one, the game, you can make the argument that some of the features that we got through the continued DLC was should have been in there from the start. Like the game was kind of missing Ew. a lot of things, but the fact that you kept getting weapons added throughout the game, I think that really um, was made kind it of a nice benefit fresh. of it. 
yeah, because I mean, we got new maps would keep coming in. We got new weapons. It was just like it really kept you coming back to the game. Because even now, like I, I couldn't tell you the last time I played Splatoon two, but like when a new weapon drops in or something like that, I'm like, huh, you know, maybe I'll check it out or a new map. And that's even been, I mean, that's they've continued that with Splatoon two. We've got all the you know more maps, more weapons, more uh, gear to get, and then they actually put in paid DLC into the game and expanded it even further. I mean, I I, I like when you get, especially, I mean, this was free. I mean, so, you know, that's, that that helps, you know, that's no yeah. cost to me, but you're, you're continuing to provide me, the consumer, more to this game and keeping my interest in this game. And this game is over, what, uh, one year, two months old, I think now, 14 months. In gaming years, so, so it's like ancient, especially right. a multiplayer game. And, and it's still huge. I mean, the adoption rate in Japan for Splatoon is crazy. So that's get that gets my pick. Nice. Good DLC. Splat tune. Nice. I think I'm gonna go from uh three I think I will rank mine just for some shits and some giggles. And uh they are not ranked as I have written them, so you're gonna you're gonna wanna pay attention, Jason. You think you oh. know, but you have no idea. Good. Coming in at number three, uh Saints Row four. The Genki Bowl 7 DLC. Uh, I I think I bought all this together in this one big... <laughs> yes, uh, in one one go, you know, because Saints Row goes on sale all the time. I think it was four. Maybe it was three. I could be making a fool of myself. Anyways, the one that had Genki Bowl in it. Genki Bowl is a DLC that basically adds a uh, Smash TV or running man type element to the game. It's kind of a side quest story that uh, you basically become the star contestant of a running man type show or whatever. And I just remember it because it was so ridiculous and implemented fairly well. Um, lots of fun to play. And uh, as since it's just this over-the-top TV show, almost like Japanese... Um, influenced as well i just remember it being really really funny and uh, a lot of fun to play no story you know nothing i mean it's saints row so it's not like it really added anything super critical to to the game but like a giant you still have a giant dildo when yes always always baseball that was that was that the saints row that had the dubstep gun uh i think that was it was three or four because I still think that's hilarious. That thing could crush cars if you let it go far enough. <laughs> wow, wow. You know, I have not played a Saints Row's game since, I think, the original on 360. Really? Yeah. Let's I got see. talked into buying it so because we you could make your own characters and run around. It was like it was like the GTA Online before GTA you know Online existed mm-hmm. and made it better. Here's the, oh, what you got? This is Genki Bowl trailer. Just the audio. Let's see if it's worth a damn. Oh, it's not going to play, apparently. Worth a copyright strike, at least. Well, anything's worth a copyright <laughs> strike if you, huh. If you really I don't know it. why the, yeah, I don't know why the audio is not playing. That's weird. Sorry. That's a shame. Thali Chali. Anyway, as Jerry Seinfeld would say, that's a shame. Here, here's here's some murder time, fun time. That was the, uh, that was the the words that they said when you played. There's your dildo bat. It was it came up on screen. 
Oh, perfect. And you're dressed up as a panda, and uh, then a guy got ate by a shark. Oh, yeah, because it was this game, I think, because they had the shark gun, too, where sharks just come in and <laughs> eat people. So I love it. That stuff makes you me You should, because it's good stuff. Like a Google. Oh, that's like a Google why. Google. I, f- I figured Google. out why, but it's fine. It's because I had okay. the, the damn thing turned down. Anyways. Oh. So, yeah, Genki Bowl 7. Also, the, gotta have, uh, the, gotta have the volume up. That's we'll that's it what right it now. was. It was the mixer. I had it turned down from when I had hangouts oh. up. Um, Damn it, Donnie. I blame him. Yes. Yes. No. Yes, I agree. Um, my next selection. This is tough if I want to go in this order, and I will. Um, I am going in a ranked order. Borderlands. I have yes. to say, I'm going to combine them, and I know that might be cheating, but I think Borderlands, Borderlands is what kind of introduced... I mean, DLC was kind of familiar a little bit in a way, coming from the PC space. I think we kind of used to it. And I, I'm try- I was trying to think when we approached this topic, like what was the first piece of DLC I ever remember, like purchasing or using. And you know, coming from the PC space, we kind of got a little bit like DLC. It kind of remind me serves the role of what an expansion almost used to be. Yes, in a way, yeah. but. What I liked about, especially like Borderlands, you know, I played the mess out of that, the original, and then we had, um, all the different DLC that came with it, like the the island. What was the one of uh this island of Doctor? Was, was it Doctor Fred or Doctor Doctor Frank? Zed? Doctor Doctor Zed. Yes, that zombie island of Doctor Zed or something like that. There was that. Um, there was like four different campaigns, and they all had like a ton of content and the cool story. And then we we did that again in Borderlands 2 to the extreme, culminating Dr. with... No, you're right. Dr. Dr. Ned. Oh, okay. Mad Moxie's Underdome Riot, the secret yeah. armory of General Knox, Claptrap's yes. new robot revolution. Yes. And those were really fun. And then I think it all culminated in Borderlands 2 with Tiny, T- Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon yes. Keep. Never did get to play that. Ah, never did either. I uh, We still have it. We could recruit Russ and we could fire it back up. I thought up. you said you started it or something because you were saying the jokes were like right up my alley. Yeah, I did start it and the character, like just solo and the the enemies were never... like way too high for me to like try Ooh. to take out. It took me like way too long just to kill the first couple enemies I fought. I was like, this isn't happening. Um, we've talked about this. Dude breaks up a good comment he's like i wouldn't mind if they ported borderlands to switch and i would love to see a borderlands game on switch. bundle it bundle it no, no. one and two and the pre-sequel i don't 60 even know dollars i don't know if i'd want to port it'd be cool to see a new game but because i think the switch could do it but i think that just that whole the that game mechanic the, the loot grind i think that would just fit well with with switch i mean let's face it, anything like anything but i mean it's on v we talked i think we talked about this so maybe it was on if we're in nintendo it was on vita so you know if vita can do it come if on vita can do it you know the switch come on, can but guys. um just great great stories and i can't i can't comment on Borderlands. fortunately on the pre-sequel because i just wasn't interested in that at all but if borderlands 3 is ever a thing whoo baby i do have the pre-sequel i have not played it yet but no. i might i've always i've always liked the humor in that game and everything because it doesn't take itself too seriously even though it's post-apocalyptic and and 
dreary in the sense of the idea of it, but it never took itself seriously, which was nice. Mm, which was okay. nice. So, all right. Well, Borderlands. Surprise. Borderlands. That was your surprise last minute edition. Yeah, I, I was really struggling with my third one for whatever reason. Well, I couldn't. It took me a while to remember what DLC I've played because it's been a while since I've really played any DLC. To a yeah, extent. like the problem is too if you get a game late because it's all bundled together sometimes. So you're yeah, not really so sure what the base game had. Yeah, it doesn't really uh, connect with you that you had to buy it. Like I could say that the DLC for Hollow Knight's good because I played it, but I don't know. It was because it was bundled. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you'll have that. Uh, I'm gonna go with. One of the few uh, separate DLCs that I actually bought separately instead of uh, like getting it in a bundle or, you know, a game of the year edition or something like that. And that's uh, the pit for Fallout 3. Um, now, the when funny... you say the pit, all I can picture is that image comic. Or is that the max? I think it's the max. I'm confusing with the pit. Carry on. <laughs> okay. I will do that. Um, I think this was the first one that came out, possibly. I don't remember, but it was one of the first ones I remember playing, and I don't remember anything about it. I I actually had to reread what what it was about, but this came out in 2009, so you know it's almost 10 years ago. Wow. Um, but I do remember that the story was interesting, so I had read back to see what it was about, and basically you, much in all Fallout uh, DLC fashion, you get a new radio signal, and it's from a slave of a place called the pit where a pit raider boss has um, these slaves inside of a uh, factory, like a steel factory or something like that. And he claims that he has the, the cure for mutations that are plaguing this town, apparently this, this Pittsburgh. And uh, so you go there to find out if it's true and you want to help this uh, slave person and uh, I don't know. It was just really interesting because when you go there, you're you're posing as a slave. You kind of give yourself up, or you get caught, or whatever. And so you yeah. kind of stop. You start all over with nothing, and you're sort of um, you're sort of in this little um, self-contained story. So you, it's like separate from what you're doing in Fallout Three, and it has its own self-contained thing going on and since you're not allowed to bring any of your stuff it kind of i don't know it kind of made me focus more than some of like new vegas where you're allowed to bring your own stuff um i felt like i wasn't so concerned about what loot i was going to get as i was about okay so what's going to happen then if i if i don't have weapons right and you've taken everything from me and and whatnot so that's kind of why i just remember it it felt like it did things a little bit differently and it told a bit more of a story um dude for 427 says Fallout 3 The Pit had one of the toughest choices for me. Uh, I wonder, I don't remember what the choices were or what. I know there are a couple where you have to make choices about what, uh, you know, your typical morality or split mm -hmm. decision type deal. But I don't remember what exactly ends up happening. Um, but I do remember it was good. And if I ever go back and play Fallout 3, which. The way I game, I probably will at some point. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I'll just wait for the remaster. Uh, I, I, I don't remember. Are you are you interested in seventy six at all? Not really. 
uh-huh. I'm I'm going to follow it, but I don't plan on playing it uh, just because they don't have any NPCs. It's all player driven. I I don't yeah. know. It sounds it sounds very Rust, but in oh, but in God. Fallout universe to me. So no. cool experience, but not one I'd ever want to re- go back to anytime mm-hmm. soon. Is Rust. Don't have the time for I'll that. play an open beta or something for free. All right. <laughs> um, my my top selection, and, and this might be predictable, maybe, but and I, I know this is on some of the other lists we have here, but and maybe it's because at the time it was I just like the content it delivered, but I should have to, I don't have to really justify because again, this isn't about purchase. It's not necessarily about we have multiple ways we can grade this. So for me, my favorite, my top with on this list was the Mario Kart 8 DLC that we received on the Wii U. Um, yeah, because we got, it was the way it was offered to us. You know, it it said, Hey, we're going to have, we're going to have two DLC packs. You can buy one for this price, or you can buy them both at a discounted price. And we're going to give you all these Yoshi colored, uh, characters select from or in the shy guys. I was like, I'm in. (laughs) And, and then they gave us two, they gave us two cups. So we got eight tracks in the first and each one. So we had. So we had four, eight, 12, 16 tracks total come in. Two sets of four. four, four. Or sue me. Four, eight. Yeah, 16 tracks, two sets of four. And then we got, I believe, four racers plus some new carts as well. So you got, um, I can't remember what came in what order, but we got what? Uh, Tanuki, Tanuki Mario. Um, Link, uh, I can't even remember them all. I can't. I can't remember. I'm not it, was good. it was but good. It was cool. And it was like, it was really aggressive. It was really, I felt it was a very fair price. It was great content. And then you got all of that in um, the DLC for, I mean, all of it in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch. Um, Isabel was one of them. Yep, Isabel was. Um, great tracks, great addition. And now we've seen in, you know, the Switch version, you know, we had all that content included. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we got, you know, a new skin added in, which was Breath of the Wild Link. Only when you're select, you're playing as the Hyrule, the Master Cycle. Mm-hmm. That's in the game now. So, um, I don't know. It just, it just delivered. It was like a great way to keep that game exciting. Um, that's like the one game I'm disappointed that doesn't get played enough. I, of course, I missed the event that our the part of the community we're in affiliated yes, with you know had but like mario kart is just one of those games that I, i'd like to see just keep going back to and i wish we'd i i mean i think mario kart 8 is like the pinnacle of that series so i, I wish we would just see continued support for that because i don't know how you much like smash ultimate i don't know how you make another game that's better yeah than that i mean mario kart 8 maybe like but the smash ultimate i don't know how you go beyond that but i just thought it delivered it was a great price point it was cool how it came in two waves so you had something to look forward to um, had had some great tracks that came with it, and some, it was just—I thought it was great value. Good. That's my pick. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> um, as for my yeah. final pick, I uh, see when this originally came out, I did buy them separately, um, but now they are offered as a uh, bundle together, and they are standalone as well, which is kind of interesting. So in a way, they're kind of more like expansions, I guess, which can or standalone expansions, I guess I should say, which, you know, is, a, is slightly different, but uh, it's still DLC because it 
I mean, it still runs on the, that engine and everything. So I mm-hmm. consider it DLC anyway. And that was the um, episodes from Liberty City, as they are called now, which oh, contains yeah. Ballad of Gay Tony and The Lost in Day. I knew when I was with DLC, I was like, he has to put this on here because I mean, I played them both twice at this point. Yeah, exactly. I, I recently played through them on the, the PC, but I originally played them on. Uh, weren't they the 360? They, I'm sorry. You might already mention this. Weren't they? They weren't they free? No, no, they weren't. You did, you they did were the 15, okay. Yeah, they were $15 a piece. I think I bought, I know I, I think I bought them, but I don't think I ever played them. <laughs> I'm the best customer. Sounds, sounds about right. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I just, it was more good. It was more rock star storytelling. I mean, if to put it simply at the time, GTA four was the, was the bomb diggity as far as open world crime games are going to go. And especially mm-hmm. with grand theft auto. So it was nice to get more of that, more story, um, kind of open up the the world a little bit of liberty of liberty city because to me i i kind of i think liberty city is probably my favorite um town or city that they've featured in any of the grand theft auto games um and so it was kind of nice to have more stories in that uh in that city and kind of they interlap with uh or overlap, sorry, <laughs> interlap, overlap uh, with the main story too. So that was kind of interesting because you see some of these characters in the the game uh, Grand Theft Auto Four before y- these uh, expansions were set to release. So it was always kind of interesting to see. Oh, they're making these about characters that you see inside of this game, so you know that there was more to the story than just. Uh, a betrayal or a backstabbing or going back on the deal or, or whatever it happened to be. So yeah. Um, that's pretty much why it's my number one just added. It's weird because it, like, it's almost the exact opposite of what you just had as your number one. It didn't really add content or anything. It just added story. But like you said, it's almost the same idea where when they keep just adding more content to that game engine, basically, um, I, I appreciate that because, you know, like, like I said, Liberty, Liberty city is, is a, a nice destination from video games that I like to explore. And yeah. And when you add more stories into it, it, it just makes it that much more alive. So, well, let's face it. Like GTA four was that first grand theft auto that we saw on that sort of scale, you know, GTA yeah. three was much smaller, but then this was a huge improvement, not just engine wise, but graphic wise and scope of the game too. You know, we yeah. had a miniature New York to cruise around in, which was just awesome. And then I think with that DLC, you got to finally, you got to experience a little bit different, you know, you Especially got to, with be, a, you got to be, yeah, you got to be a different character and you didn't have to get cousin. Let's go Bali. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think you get to, uh, I want to say you get to beat him up or, um, <laughs> or, um, kidnap him or something in ballad of gay Tony. I don't remember though. Mr. Uh, Joseph Bad Bit Games himself said that he's disappointed that uh, he came here for sleeveless Jason and he's disappointed. Too much sleeve. Too much sleeve. Can't That's go true. party time all the time, Joseph. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, gosh, I, it's, it's a shame I never finished GTA Five. <laughs> We're on the subject of GTA. It's such but. a good game. It is a shame. Guess I'll just buy it again on Steam. Yeah, well, that that game never goes under twenty dollars. I've noticed even though it's been out for like ever, mm. they're really milking their multiplayer GTA online on this one. 
then we could play with Mo and Josh. Yes, although him and we haven't played in forever since then. We yeah. burned we burned twice as bright, but half as long. They're all about dead cells right now. That's that's the problem. I mean, this is the problem with the day and age we live in. It's great to have gaming friends, but there's so many games coming out that are going to pull, especially when everyone's multi-platform. So there's got, that opens up to even more games. Yes. There's always going to be some new hotness that pulls people in a different direction for. Yep. I can't blame time. them. That's I why this them. is why you never buy a game, a new game, because someone wants you to play it with them. Because when, especially if it's been out for a while, because when you get that game, they're going to be done and they're going to leave you. That's why I hesitated on Overcooked too. I on the Nintendo forum, I was like, or Discord, I, I said, "All right, I need to know that we're actually going to play this instead of me just buying it and then going, yeah, we're all going to play it.'" And then I find part out of me, y'all played with is, somebody else or something. Part of me is already kind of feeling like, because mm. I, I, I don't, I don't play it without the group. I like, already said we need to. It's well, it's supposed to be happening this Saturday. We'll so see. you and I, I don't know what you're doing after the show. But <laughs> Not playing Overcooked with you. I got better oh. things to do. Birch. Okay. See, this is why so, he doesn't ask. <laughs> so those are our top three. What's here from you, the listeners, the community? We reached out on, I believe it was Twitter. We got a few responses. Let's see what you had to say. Can we go back and forth? We can. Starting oh, off, yes. Donnie. Ain't no G's in playing Nintendo. Donnie. Mario Kart 8, like I said. Ooh. The Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, which is a popular pick. That's a good pick, I would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, last, the Last of Us Left Behind. Oh, I still need clearly to play we Last did, of Us. Clearly, we didn't play that either. No. We don't have- Thinking about doing PlayStation Now just to stream it and play it and be done with it. It's not even the HD remaster, but at this point, I'm like, I'm never going to play this. Yeah. Unless I do that. So, yeah. Riboflavins at Ribo at Riboflavins. Are you getting enough Riboflavins in your diet? You need to be. You should be. Uh, Number three coming in at number three is Dying Light. The following, which I didn't even know that game had DLC. That was a game I really was excited to play. And then uh, it just kind of came and went because it was supposed to be a better... um, Dead Island, right? Dead Island, yeah. They they had like two chances to make that game good, and they kind of screwed that up. But I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't great. Number two, Mario Kart Eight. Number one, Bioshock Infinite: Burial at Sea. Part two, in particular. Um, which reminds me, never played those. I kind of want to though. Uh, honorable mention to City Skylines DLCs, which all of them, which. Uh, Yes, they have been doing good things with those, like uh, adding winter and and uh, some other stuff that I can't remember. But Bioshock, for some reason, reminded me. It's funny to me that nobody has mentioned the Half Life Two DLC. Spoiler alert! But uh, because everyone's bitter about Half Life Two DLC, <laughs> it doesn't end. Yeah, it's it. They never finish I mean, the story. That kind of pushed the whole idea of um, episodic releases and a staggered content. You know, I, I remember that's how that's how long ago it is because I remember I played episode one, Half Life Two, episode one when I moved into my first apartment. Oh god! I didn't have I didn't have internet for like oh I had internet. What am I kidding? I had internet the day I moved in. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't. Uh, why? But I remember playing it and then was it? God, fuck you, episode two. Fuck you. And it's on a cliffhanger doesn't it yeah we're gonna finish this for should sure we, should we should we spoil it no it's so dumb and then the game like fuck you valve fuck you 
They're hey, Jam. They're too busy <laughs> being uh, a service now to make games. Yeah. I'm, well, do you blame them? We don't have to make games. They just make money off everybody else's games. Yes, because if you're good at making games, if you're good at doing something, you should do it. The The good Lord gave you a talent, and you should exercise that talent mm. every day. Uh, Carol, the Nintendo game, Mario Kart 8. Branding. Another, that's the third time that's appeared on here. Clearly, we have some Nintendo fans. Hyrule Warriors. No one that these are both before they gave us the Wii releases because they collected all these and Switch releases. And Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because it's still coming out. They're still releasing content. <laughs> Every time they add some content to it, it increases the playtime by 30 hours. That's what I believe. Yeah, anyway. uh, she would probably be able to justify that. She's got a lot of hours into that game. A lot of hours. The Halo 2. I don't know how they do it. That's a lot. That's a. I have a hard time focusing on one game. I can't imagine well, knowing. Carol has no kids, so that's part of how she does it. <laughs> Jeez, Carol, get some kids, and then you'll be miserable like the. I mean, then you'll have a lovely family mm. like the rest of us. I kid. The Frozen Gamer at Frozen Gamer 1987 says number three: new characters in stages in Super Smash Bros. Four. You'll probably be better versed at that than I am. I didn't buy a single one. I didn't buy any DLC for wow, Smash Bros. Look at you. Uh, number two, Infamous First Light. I did play the the first Infamous game when I borrowed your brother's PlayStation 3. Oh, yeah. It was a little proud. Uh, it, I'm sure at the time that it came out, it was probably good, but it was repetitive uh, when I played it, you know, eight years later or whatever. Yeah, right. At least the first one. And then uh, number one, Destiny, the Taken King. He has a girlfriend. The king does. He's taken. Mm. Well, stop reading that chat. Makes sense. That makes <laughs> stop sense. replying to chat. Too bad. Too bad. It's Destiny. No, Destiny's. Destiny Destiny's one sucked because it was only for PlayStation, and that my, I remember my... us going, "Who the hell cares? It's for PlayStation. We'll never play it." It's for Xbox as well. The first Destiny. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, we didn't have that either, so we, said we didn't have that either. We were PC my, master race all the way. <laughs> my problem with Destiny is that like it, your excitement for it always gets like gets heightened around the time they release an expansion and DLC. But then you realize, oh, I want to play it. But then I gotta spend sixty dollars on the base game, then spend another how much on the expansion. Then I have to do this. And it's like, f that. No thanks. Uh, I will continue to not uh, play not it. play it. <laughs> yeah. Tom Servo, he's here in the chat. Wants to know, does it count if it's free? Of course it counts. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you had these in order, but I'm going to assume you did. Titanfall is his number three. Wow. wow. I don't think I ever. I don't. I never got any Titanfall DLC. I had that on PC. I didn't get it. Uh, Arms. Another example of Nintendo doing the supporting the game and releasing content with maps, uh, characters, modes, and Splatoon. Same Flat thing. Reasons, reasons reasons I we've already mentioned. Nice little Nintendo, little Xbox, yep. little something for everybody. Uh, PSVG Kevin today at two fifty p.m. <laughs> I'm guessing that's not part of his name. That that's from Discord. Oh, Discord, you're so silly. Uh, every story DLC for Fallout okay, of because course. of course fall, uh, Kevin's a Fallout fanboy, as he should be. Arkham Knight DLC, which. It's kind of surprising to me because the way they handled the... I enjoyed doing the Riddler trophies from Arkham Asylum, 
Arkham Knight was terrible with that. It was just the worst. Too many, too many Riddler trophies. Too many stupid ways to get them. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun to me. No, and so to add DLC on top of that, I guess you would just have to ignore it. But my collection tendency did not allow that. And then Injustice Two DLC, which uh, good to see a fighting game in here. Well, fighting game besides Smash Brothers, I guess. <sighs> I I briefly considered adding Mortal Kombat because they they indulged fans with adding in the classic packs where the, uh, they were just costumes, but you could get scorpions like original yellow garb, oh, and, yeah, yeah. garb and stuff like that. Scorpion, which is sub zero. Cool. Plus they had, um, Leatherface and Jax. Freddy and, okay. um, Jason, not you, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> <Voorhees>. <laughs> <laughs> Good time to take a drink because I was done talking. <laughs> Freaking and you also made, you also made me spit. Uh, I'm going to say it now so it doesn't get buried in that awesome chat happening in our live stream. Mm. Dude, 427, top three DLC. Number three, Black Ops 3, The Zombie Chronicles. Zombie Chronicles. Zombie Chronicles, The Last of Us, DLC number one. And the number one, Barack Fu. <laughs> Barack Obama Fu? Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Anthony frowns at Mr. Dan Anthony. He's our Dan, correspondent Dan, in the Dan, field. Dan, Dan, he, Dan. He, he's uh, taken a moment from taking pictures and of the breaking news stories in war torn Zinfandel <laughs> to uh, give us this list. Also not numbered. So I'm going to go from bottom to top as I do. Borderlands 2. Red Ooh. Dead Redemption. Grand Theft Auto 4. Hey, cousin. <laughs> would you like to go bowling? <laughs> hey, cousin edition. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I'd buy that all day. It's, it is a good thing you came to Bratislava in summer and winter. It's it very, very depressing. depressing. <laughs> Miami Wise, number one hit show. Number one show. I hope any, no, probably nobody but us knows what. We're talking about possibly possibly uh nathan thomas at voiced by nathan voiced forza horizon 3 hot yeah. wheels yo yeah mass effect 2 more space and mm-hmm. more space and mm-hmm. aliens and you can make love to those aliens. they had some characters uh that joined the party i just couldn't remember can you can you, can you romance them dude you can romance all of them man getting your sex oh. on all up in space <laughs> And The Witcher Thrice. Yes, I've heard that that Witcher 3 has some of the best examples of how DLC should be done, especially for a story-driven game. I need to beat the normal, just the plain story before I add any DLC into it. Insipid Ghost at MLS Reserves says... Luke, glory. Forza Horizon 3, Hot Wheels, and Cold Mountain. Is that like Witch Mountain, but Cold Mountain? You have to escape from it. Escape from Cold and Mountain. And Count, Count, Count Dooku will tell you to crush her with your mind. Do it. Uh, the Witcher 3, as all as some were free and some massive expansions. Mario Kart 8, honorable mention, yeah. Arkham Knight Season Pass. Man, I'm a, maybe I need to go back and see if I missed something. Who knows? Like you said, I may... I may own the DLC and not even know it. Gears right. 4's whole model of DLC and Halo Wars 2. You don't hear a lot of people talking about Halo Wars. 
Really? No, you Strategy don't. Strategy game no, that don't. came out on a console. <laughs> what will they hmm. think of next? Uh, well, they put StarCraft on N64 somehow. I don't. The, I don't. What I still, the hell? I still don't know how you play that. What the hell is going on? Uh, how are you going to get your APM? I mean, oh gosh, just... hotkeys, hotkeys, hotkeys. Right. And our last, our last submission comes from Mr. Tyler Vitito, two times Tyler. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, The Frozen Wilds, Breath of the Wild DLC Pack Two, which brought us the Ballad of the Champions, which was the story what we like to call what we like to call the story content. <laughs> For Breath of the Wild. Is that the one that gives it, you the matter cycle? Yeah. Oh. And then Ocarina of Time, which he refers to more Jorah's Mask as the DLC for Ocarina oh. of Time. Wasn't that not supposed to be a Zelda game originally? Fun fact. Hashtag fun uh, fact. I'm not going to answer it because I'm going to be wrong and the chat's going to make fun of me. So <laughs> I don't. God forbid. Yeah. Chat I, is brutal tonight. I don't quite. I don't quite remember. Or no, I just know it's used a lot of all the assets from Ocarina of Time. Tom Servo, please tell me, because I have a feeling you'll know the answer. Um, there you go. That is our top three DLC. Thank you for everyone who submitted. And I did a really poor job of announcing that. Ideally, we would announce that on the show before that episode and not just do it on the social meds like social I did meds. yesterday. Social meds. Sock meds. <laughs> Schmeds. Schmeds. Schmups, schmeds, and smelly <laughs> socks. <laughs> Chuds. So, uh, Tom says it's definitely not another game reskinned to Zelda. To answer your question. Oh, okay. So maybe I, maybe I have my facts wrong. This isn't Mario Brothers Two. Maybe I don't even have facts at all. Game facts. I need to look at the car facts. All right, let's do an Starbox. All right, we're gonna play an OC remix. Step away for a little bite. Listen to that sweet, sweet sound. Ooh. And I always like it when it's a high number, because then I don't have to count very far. Good, because I see that number four is Castlevania. Well, guess what came up? It's it's number four. It's number four, Jason. It's Castlevania. The you told me you said it, you like it when a high number comes up. Four isn't a high number. I didn't know. Number. F- four is, well, no. I mean, high Five in the would sense be like fifty. High Low in the sense like that they're one from, or two. Yeah, well, high in the sense that they're one, two, you're, three. You're, you're not. You're not. You're not. Do you not know right how? Now. Yes, you're not uh, bullshit. It, it, it here, is. Castlevania. I will. It's I will look. Look at the screen. It really came up number four. Look at the stream five minutes from now, and you'll see that it actually came up number four. I'm not joking. All right, I'm waiting for it. Okay. Oh, I'm not live. <laughs> well, that's oh gonna God, be a did. problem. Oh my God! I, it is number four. You know oh what? My. It's wicked. Let's see what the it's wicked hey, child. Hey. It's wicked here's child, the, and that's a good song. Damn it. Well, here's the thing. Castlevania is very hot right now. Nintendo had it in a direct, and that's now Simon, true. Everyone's like, "Who's Simon Belmont? This is the greatest game ever." I thought so, it was Richter. Guess, Everyone was confused about who Richter was. Yeah, not many people know Richter. So I guess it's fitting that we're gonna play it. It is so funny though because not only do I say you like Castlevania every episode, it is. Well, actually, I think Secret of Mana is probably our most played game series now. Um, really? Yeah, Jim. <laughs> uh, so as you mentioned, it, Lucas said, our remix tonight is from Castlevania. It's called This Wicked Heart of Mine. It features two songs, The Heart of Fire and The Wicked Child. It's metal, it's rock, 
So that's a good thing. And of course, Castlevania released in 1986 on the Nintendo Entertainment System by Konami. Your parents help you hook it up. <laughs> hook it to any TV using an RF adapter. So we're going to play this remix. We're going to come back. We're going to do some What You Playing Hadouken. And then we'll be done with the show. So you won't want to miss it. Maybe you will. I don't know. You can just do whatever. You might have bloody tears. Cool. Am I supposed to play this now? Yeah, okay. please. I didn't unless, know it's still, was... unless it's still unless it's still down. No, I'm good. I'm ready. Okay. Alrighty. Press play. I'm gonna you just push play. I'm gonna push play. Okay.
That was amazing. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be singing, and that pleased me greatly. I, I think our I think our reaction says it all. <laughs> I want to. Like, <laughs> I want to see. Um, it reminds me um, of a band called Camelot, I believe. Um, I want to see. I'm going to play a song really quick. Yep, it is this band. Don't play more in 15 seconds. <gasps> the lead singer sounds just like this guy. It rocked my head. Let's see. Let me get this. <laughs> Doesn't it sound similar? You play too much. You play too much. There's Hobbit. Let's stop it. I feel copywritten. copywritten. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Well, anyways, it sounded like that. Any, I. That's just what it reminded me of. What's weird about that is I haven't heard that band in probably five or six years, and it doesn't. Was there a Camelot software? Probably. Five or six years, and it just came right back to you, and you're just like, boom. Yeah. Oh yeah, they make they make Mario Golf. That's right. There you go. That's the real takeaway from all of this. That's right. That's all that matters. My it comes back to Nintendo. <laughs> Bastard. You want to you talk some what you're playing? Sure, let's do it. Yahoo! Is that, oh, that's uh, Sunset Riders, right? Yes, sir. I like how you were like, you were like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Push the sound wave. That was good. Push the sound uh, wave. That sounds like something they'd say in the 90s. Push the sound wave to 11. <laughs> That's uh, actually Transformer speak. Sound wave. Telling sound wave. Yeah. If you can Im imitate the sound wave voice, I would give you a dollar. I think I would need a machine in my throat to do that. You'd have to be the guy from Police Academy, I think. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, do you want to go first? I'll go, go first. first. I'll go first. I kind of gonna. I'm kind of gonna go quick, or at least try to. At least through Deus Ex: Human Revolution. You know, I say Stop that. Stop saying funny things when I'm trying to drink water. I say that, and then, and then you, and then you ask me questions for ten minutes, and then I. I'm trying to be involved in your life, Luke. Okay, we don't hang out. We talked about our. Stop. All right. Stop it. Hey, why don't you not hang out? I'm practically the same person. Scene. Why don't we hang out? <laughs> Sorry. Case Continue. in point right there. <laughs> You're only proving my point. Uh, well, Deus Ex Human Revolution. I'm playing more of it. That's really all I want to say. Oh, oh, I, I did get to one part where, because um, some of this game is coming back to me a little bit as I play it. And uh, I just got through the boss fight with a chick. And she is super annoying. And it was one of the worst boss fights i've ever had um she kills you pretty quickly she uses this technology called the typhoon system you can get it yourself basically what it does typhoon lagoon yes and basically what it does is it shoots ball bearings out like really really fast and shreds in a 360 degree um pattern and just shreds everything around you she uses it on you and it pretty much kills you almost immediately and I couldn't figure out how to beat this person. And you basically have to make sure she's standing in water and shoot some generators that electrocute her. Cause she also stealths, which 
is really obnoxious. So I had to do that like 10 times because even though I knew what to do, it was one of those things where you're just like, you just have to do it just right or else she'll kill you immediately. Very annoying. But I'm, mm. I'm pretty close to the end of the game. I think I only have like two, three, four hours, something like that. So when you mentioned ball bearings, I just pictured that old dude from phantasm with the metal orbs. He shoots around. I don't remember that. Phantasm. It's a crap, yeah, crappy horror series from the oh the eighties um, nineties. You're talking about the um they they were like uh, video files or whatever, like real life people, right? I, no, I'm I thinking of Phantasmagoria. You, I think. Yeah, yeah, you are clear. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, so yeah, other than that, I'm just I'm just working my way through it. It's fine. Okay. It is what it is. It, it lacks some of the uh, quality of life improvements that games these days have. For instance, the HUD scales with your resolution. So when you have a radar that you're trying to play a game at, I don't know, 4K, for instance. Try to mention I can play games at 4K now. <laughs> the the HUD is like is 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 like. Let's see if I can. Do, oh, it's like trying to cut your hair in a mirror. It's like this small, this small in the corner. I've got so money, you see. I bought a 4K TV. I, I did have money. Now I don't. So, yeah, it uh, definitely has some growing pains or some aging pains, I guess. That's what people say. The other game I started playing because I kind of felt like I had a thing going with uh, with um, Game of Thrones. I wanted more story-driven games, and I decided, you know what? I played Life is Strange because the first episode was free. They made that first yeah. episode free. Uh, so I played that and I liked it. I just, I just never wanted to pay full price for it because I never want to pay full price for anything. Um, so I got Life is Strange the rest of the episodes. Uh, well, I think I bought it and then it ended up being in the Humble Bundle as well. So I think I actually have an extra copy. Don't hold me to that because I know after I talk about it, you're going to be like, I need to play this game right now. No, because if it's on PC, I'm just going to be like, I know that, that was the joke. You oh. cut me off before my punch. I was going to say we could give it away. Well, give it away Give now. it now. <laughs> what you like got, Anthony you got to give it to your friends I was now. Saying, what would Anthony Kiedis do? What would Anthony Kiedis do? What would Weedis do? Be a teenage dirtbag. Baby. Uh, life is strange. So I played the first episode up to the third episode. I have completed the third episode. There are five episodes right now in this in this adventure. The first episode was a little boring because I kind of already knew what happened from the last time. I remember things. Um, Max is a little bit hard to get used to. She's very, I don't know. The way she's written is like a 40-year-old man trying to be a teenager back in the early 2000s again or something. Mm. I don't, I, it's it's hard to, there's, uh, there's a lot of hella, like, oh, that's hella cool. But it ah. sounds forced. I don't know. But it grows on you or the voice actresses get better or something because by the second episode I was much more invested because at that point I didn't know any of the story. And so, um, you, if you don't know what life is strange is, you have, you find out that, uh, you are a teenage girl who has the ability to rewind time and that affects, uh, the gameplay because you can make choices and then, and explore conversation trees, but then go back in time and change your answers to really tailor how you want to respond to situations and, and stuff like that. 
And uh, you're returning after five years of living in Seattle to Arcadia Bay, where you left your friend who was your friend growing up and didn't talk to her when you were gone for these five years. You never sent a text message, never emailed or anything. And so it's kind of awkward that you're coming back and you know you're going to see her again. Well, the main character keeps having visions that Arcadia Bay is going to be hit by a tornado or a hurricane or something like that, some natural disaster. And throughout the course of the game, there are strange natural phenomenon that keep happening, Ooh. such as winter in the middle of the summer. And so, or not the summer, spring? I hate I when know. that happens. Yes, global warming. Uh, so, I don't know, there's some things going on there, and then... The rest of the story deals with Blackwell Academy, which is the high school you go to for uh, photography specifically. And uh, there's some kind of conspiracy going on with the staff, some rich kids, and some of your friends. That's all I'll say, because if you're not... This game is meant to be played to experience the story, so... If I Those tell you what the story rich is, kids. Yes. <laughs> rich kids get up to the darndest things. Uh, so if you're not playing for the story and you already know it, then there's really no point in playing. It's a nice looking game, though. Uh, it actually the style that that they have chosen to go with actually s- seems to be aging well. Uh, it's not quite realistic. Uh, the the mouth, the mouth movements and everything just look very wooden, but everything else like the color uh, of the atmosphere and everything is just really pretty. Uh, it looks really good. Okay. Uh, so I'm experiencing the rest of that story. I'll talk about the rest of it later and maybe even a spoilery, uh, Ooh, uh, talk spoiler. about it after I, uh, complete the episode five. Um, burp, 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 burp. I watched two movies. <laughs> one of the, one of which is the big sick been meaning to good watch movie. this. That's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Very funny. Very sweet, very charming. Good stuff. I liked it. it. Watch it, basically. Yep. The other movie I watched is right here. Can you just say it it again for me? Tampopo. (laughs) Tampopo. Tampopo. Means dandelion in Japanese, I believe. Uh, This is a film that was given to me by, well, was was lent to me. I am borrowing it. It wasn't a gift. Uh, From our film connoisseur, Mike McDonald. How did I know? Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did. It is a Criterion Collection movie, which means it's boring and nobody's going to like it. Uh, this that is Tampopo. Like DLC, the Criterion Collection. Criterion Collection. It's the game of the year. Um, mm, I could eat some ramen right now. So, oh. oh, dude. Seriously, this movie makes you want to eat ramen. So instead of me just talking about this movie and stupidly trying to tell you the story, I'm going to read the back of this movie <laughs> case because that's, that's always fun. This movie was made in 1985, and it goes like this. The tale of an eccentric band of culinary ronin who guide the widow of a noodle... Wow, this is hard to read. Who guide the widow of a noodle shop owner on her quest for the perfect recipe. This rapturous ramen western by Japanese director Juzo Itami is an entertaining genre... Well, that doesn't really tell you anything. Okay, here we go. Interspersing the efforts of Tempopo and friends to make her a cafe a success with the erotic exploits of a gastronomy Ooh, wait, gangster did you say, yes did you say erotic now you have my attention yes uh interspersing the efforts of tampopo and friends to make her cafe a success with the erotic exploits of a gastronomy gastron gastronom 
Gastonum, I don't know, gangster, and glimpses of food culture, both high and low, the sweet, sexy, and surreal Tampopo is a lavishly inclusive. Wow, I've never seen this word before. Payan, P-A-E-A-N. Payan, Payan. I'm uncultured. To the essential Your joys of nourishment. Wine. And one of the most mouthwatering examples of food on film ever made. And that is true mm. because I wanted some sweet and salty ramen all up in my face. But basically, all I'm Google going to say. Google search does not disappoint. I bet. Um, basically, you see, it's about a woman who wants to make ramen, but her ramen sucks. And these truck drivers who apparently have all the time in the world to make their delivery decide that they're going to help her. And this is interspersed with some weird ass shit that I have no clue what it has. to. Do. It, it's some sort of commentary on uh, cuisine, as they had mentioned. I I don't know. I It's kind of funny. It's kind of charming. She really wants to make good ramen, and uh, they make sure that happens. She goes through a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of work to make that happen. But for some reason, it charmed me. I was not bored. It's just a weird movie. I can't really recommend it to anybody because it is very much, uh, I guess, maybe a product of its time. I mean, like I said, Criterion Collection movies don't tend to exactly be. Yeah. Uh, summer blockbuster fair, but I think it was like eighty-seven. that said that this eighty-five. Thing... Yeah, eighty-five. Mm. But uh, also, it's in Japanese, so that's another thing. Perfect. But, uh, it is always interesting to uh, see another culture's uh, movie uh, offerings, as we like to say sometimes. Yeah, you get a, you get a little bit of culture yeah. up your face. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't really say much more. There are, but there is a scene where two, uh, that guy and that the the guy, uh, the gastronomy gangster guy, guy, guy. and uh, his girlfriend, they pass an egg yolk back and forth between each other's mouths, (laughs) and then she uh, is pleasured and breaks it on in her mouth. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird. It sounds worse than it really was, but when I yeah, was watching I it, I'm just like, huh, this is strange. I don't ever need to watch this movie, I don't think. I think I'm good. Think well, I'm, you need to I'm... you need to be a little bit more open minded because just because you think that doesn't mean everybody else does. Just because uh, I well, dropped my pants and masturbated right there doesn't mean I'm wrong. God fucking, fucking egg yolk. <laughs> I could go some, for some eggs right now. Oh, Scramble it. Scramble it. Um, I'm going to talk about my stuff now, please. Okay. I'm sure it's can real I great. Away, can I get away from that? Are you talking about Paladins? Probably Smash yeah. Bros. Paladins, I still play it. There was a free weekend last night. All the champions were unlocked. It was a good time. Yeah, I, played, I played that for a second, and I was like, oh, I should get my Kagi or whatever for the, you know how they have those missions or whatever, and it's like, play one match as Kagi or Koga or whatever. Yeah, he's always being picked because he's OP. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Double like Uzis yep. all the way across the sky. Uh, Overcooked 2, that's the thing. Came out last Tuesday. We finally played it on the show on... Well, we played it on the PSVG's Twitch channel on Saturday yeah. night of last week. We had four people playing it. You go watch uh, it. It's quite entertaining. It was quite fun. We were drinking, getting mad at Overcooked. I think we I got wasn't... through like two world. We got through quite a bit, quite a few levels. All three star. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because we're freaking amazing. That's right. 
they just announced that there's a, a four-star mode coming. I think you have to finish the game, it. and then you can unlock a four-star mode, which I'm, I'm very interested in. This interests me greatly. Because I like Overcooked. It's a fun time. I, I wonder love if it, it has online multiplayer. I wonder, does it add more, or is it literally just, here are some more high scores to obtain? I think that's what it's going to be. It's okay. going to be just harder. Just a higher score to get, I'm sure. Or maybe they make the levels harder. I don't know. I don't we don't know. We don't know yet. Got to beat the game uh, first. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein 2. I'm Nun curious Colossus. to hear what your thoughts are about this game. Because I've heard about... the library. I've heard of the lab... The library. I've heard about this from some uh, other game pundits, and uh, I'm curious to see what somebody I actually know who isn't as no. critical, typically. Well, hashtag real talk. I played the New Order on PC, so mm. it's hard to compare it to that. And I that's played true. I played Doom on Switch, so that's what that's my two comparisons here. It was you know ported by Panic Button. I've played I I think I streamed my first hour and a half with the game, playing docked, and I've since then played handheld. Um, which I didn't like, so I would play tabletop with my pro controller when I was on my breaks at work. Yeah. I think I'm roughly a quarter, maybe a third of the way through the game. Um, and I got to tell you what, like, so far, like, the story's cool, and I like, you know, the setting and everything, but I'm not a fan of the level design. Like, and maybe it's because I'm playing it, you know, playing on the smaller screen, which I'm sure that's probably part of the impact. But, like, I found myself, like, getting lost i can't see so i'm probably like i should probably just turn up the gamma and i've like i found myself wandering around the level like not sure where to go like for instance i was in this level where you you end up in new york and i had to like go into the sewers i'm like wandering or i had to go inside a specific building i was like i have no idea which building this is they're all rubble they all look the same there's no ui (laughs) telling me to go you know in a direction there's no compass so i just kind of wandered around and eventually i found the right door that i hadn't gone into yet so I, I feel like that happens to me in almost every game at some yeah. point. But so yeah, that's moments like that are frustrating and it has motion aiming, which is kind of nice, but I haven't really used it. But I find like the thumbstick, I really find like the thumbstick sensitivity that I have set up is terrible because I'm not like, I can't aim for shit in this game. Like there's like these drones that come in and I can't track them at all. So basically I just, I force, I just cheat and I constantly, toggle the aim down the sights because you know when you first if you're close to an enemy and you aim down the sights it kind of gives you a little aim assist i would i'll just do that until i kill them but i don't know i guess in those cases i can use like when i'm fighting normal enemies i can use the motion and it's fine but like the drones just have really erratic movement and it's hard to track them um i i i miss playing it on the pc because playing that with mouse and keyboard was just was so much more precise uh, Doom for me, for whatever, I didn't mind Doom at all on on Switch. But this, I'm kind of like, mm. And for a while there, I was almost like, I don't know if I want to keep playing it, honestly. But I think I'm going to see it through. I want to at least finish the campaign. And I just picked up Runner 3 from the library as well. So I've got double duty to play both these games. Wow. I think Wolfenstein 2, though, is like around like 14 hours. Like, like somewhere between 12 and 14 hours to get through it. So... I'm hoping I can do that. I've got it until like the 30th, so I've got a couple weeks, so I'm hoping I can knock it out. And hopefully my, my opinion changes, you know. I love that the series has been reborn with through machine games. Um, I hear it gets know. a little bit better as you go on because you're, aren't you kind of underpowered at first too or something? Uh, well, I don't want to say a whole lot because I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to play this eventually. Spoilers for people that haven't played maybe the new order and then that kind of ties into okay. that too okay. so I don't well you can say yes or no 
Um, or is it not that simple? It's not really that simple. I don't know okay. if you feel. I don't know if you're underpowered. I don't know. If, I don't know. Okay. Well, then you didn't feel underpowered. Well, I guess. Let me put it this way: the game, the game starts in this, a scenario that I've never played in a game before. I'll say oh, that much. Interesting. Which is very interesting to control. Um, then we watch some stuff on Netflix. Last Chance You. There's a new season of that that came out. I think last yeah. month. New school, new coach. Interesting. He says, he says fuck every other word. Okay. Well, so we won't be watching that with Isaac. Brown. No, he was. He grew up in Compton. So I mean, isn't that, that should give you enough? Isn't that funny how you can be uh, a co- a kid's coach, and then you um, are not? Yeah, I mean, you, I guess they're that's young how you, adults. That's how, you, but... that's how you motivate, Lucas. Yeah, I just I kind of think you need to be. If I don't mind a little bit of swearing, obviously, but when it's every other word, I kind of think you're setting yeah. a sort of bad example, especially um, as a coach. I was getting really sick of dealing of listening to the Buddy, just his. Um, personality and how he treated his players so it's kind of refreshing to have something new and now it's uh independence community college independence kansas kansas so okay uh, i've watched two episodes that's all so uh not too much to say there i just really like that show and then uh dark tourist yeah on netflix quick watch i think it's only like six episodes but really really interesting to see like the different places he goes to and ex- and visits throughout the the world honestly so what's the because i've read the description where you're kind of going to more uh i don't know how how do you want to say the way they made it seem is like you're going to see the darker side of of certain areas that are popular or well, yeah, like, for instance, the one he goes to Dallas and he goes on a, a tour. It's like a JFK tour about the, the, the parade route and where he was the site he was murdered at. And, okay, so they're a little macabre. Uh, assassinated, I should say. So yeah, exactly. Or one was um, all about, was it in it was in Mexico? And it's all about, like, this weird, like... Mexico? Alt, this alter, alternate religion that they were... Oh, no, it wasn't um, Mexico. Was it? Gosh, I can't remember. There's, like, one about voodoo um there's one he goes to well gosh what country did they go to but you can basically go and they have all these guns you can just shoot like ak-47s missile launchers like sounds like um and in the military they're military weapons and the money goes to the military and if you pay enough you could like they'll go get a cow and you can shoot a cow i mean do you get to eat it are you sure this isn't texas it sounds like texas (laughs) callow is this texas there was some other place where there was like all oh, this animal sacrifice. I mean, there's a lot of yeah, very much macabre, but it's really, 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 really cool. A lot of interesting stuff to see. Cool. I was interested in it, so maybe I'll give like, it a watch now. A nuclear testing site. There's like this radiated lake you can swim in, and like it was like somewhere in Russia or was why like the hell would you want site. to do that? Because all the radiation, it's like well, it's a lake that was formed on a nuclear test site. Like they nuked the area, and it formed the crater that's now a lake. And all the radiation's like deep down. So I okay. mean, it's, it's I was gonna safe, say, if but... Fallout has taught me one thing, it's not to go into the water without your rad suit on because yeah. you're gonna hear that little Geiger counter noise, and next thing you know, yeah. you'll be puking. But it's really cool. I mean, they're only thirty minute. I think are they thirty minute episodes? I can't remember. But it's a quick watch. There's, there needs to be more episodes. That's it. That's all I got. Cool. I've been doing nice. Community grab bag time. Sure, let's grab the bag and Hey-o. get out of here. Filling in for Man in the Street, Dan Anthony, this week, we have none other than Kevin Austin himself. And Kevin sent us a little link from BuzzFeed. And it's a this photo of a pre- pregnant guinea pig has the internet going, whoa. 
Keanu Reeves. Uh, and literally, so it, it's a picture of this woman holding a guinea pig, and it it literally looks like a coconut with a guinea pig's head. I mean, Holy it's, shit. I mean, it's it's very Here. rotund. Here it is. I'm putting it on the stream. That is a, yes, it looks like somebody photoshopped a, a coconut into a... You put the lime in the coconut <laughs> and drink up. You put the guinea pig in the coconut and uh, then you eat it. You yeah. Eat it. He said the comments were hilarious. So this um this photo was shared to Reddit's uh, Pics subreddit and has almost 100,000 upvotes. Um, people say that's a coconut. A blonde coconut, but let's we'll go down to the uh, the non coconut related ones. It, yeah, we'll go down to the comments. I, I believe we referenced the of actual this BuzzFeed. I see. I'm 41 weeks pregnant. This pig, this guinea pig, is my soul animal. Reminds me when I took care of Cookie, the science class's guinea pig, over summer vacation between junior high and high school. Years later, my former junior high school teacher caught up with me, and she was cross. I had returned Cookie pregnant, and she had three offspring during one of her classes. Gross. This pig is so old, that pig is probably dead by now. <laughs> I need this flaxen-haired goddess in my life. This picture is really old. I wish someone could track down where it came from. I'd love to find out how many babies were in there. None. Stan is not a verb, BuzzFeed. Uh, it's a puggy. A puggle. The lost forest is real. Uh, she looks like a schmoo. Uh, I don't know. So there you have it. I was told these were going to be funny. Damn it, Kevin. A giant guinea pig. It is a big, big guinea pig. Its uh, feet are kind of gross. <laughs> it's back ones, specifically. Yeah. How does it even move? Does it move? These are the hard-hitting facts we need to know. People want to know their facts. So, speaking of facts, you want to hear a fact check? Sure. This episode's done. We're over. Like how I did that? Yeah, it's like, we're on the same, it's like we're on the same wavelength, even though we only hang out like four times a year. Well. All right, all right, all right. You know how to reach me. All you got to do is well, teach me. Will Jason hang out with Lucas? <laughs> will their friendship go back to the next level? Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. As always... We invite you to check out patreon.com. Plus, suppose we're awesome people give us monetary compensation for whatever reasons we don't know why. Still trying to hit that next uh, stretch goal. Get you some giveaways every single month. So, we want to say thank you to all our patrons, but special thanks to our arbiters of awesomeness Kevin Austin, Kyle Heyman, Edwin Callow, Tyler Rollins, Tom Servo, and our executors of excellence Josh Barbone, Dan Anthony, and Siri Renee. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for hanging out in the chat. It's good to see Dude. It's good to see Jams. Tom Servo was here. We love you guys. Jams Gams. Check out Jams. Check out Jams' YouTube channel. He's got good videos. They'll make you laugh. They'll make you say, make me feel good. Oh, I haven't heard that in a while. Like, yep. Too so, long. There you have it. That is going to do it for Flexibles this week. We hope you come back next week for some more stuff. Lucas, Yeah. see you then. Goodbye, my friend. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Bye, chat. Bye, everyone. Bye, listeners at home. We'll miss Don't you. Skip us. Listen to the whole outro. Don't skip ahead to the next Don't, show. We're, there's 30 more minutes of show Matt, after Matt's this. Matt's here, too. Hi, Matt. Matt's Goodbye, here. Matt. Bye, Matt. Now dance. Now dance. Now everybody dance.